This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. North Carolina sports, kind of hot right now. Nine-game winning streak for the Canes. One-game winning streak for the Panthers. That counts as hot. Yeah, sure, It looks good. 2-0 and oh in bowl games. We're rolling, and we got could go up to 4-0 and oh today. We'll see. Yeah. They're getting it done. You know what's not hot? My house right now. Oh, no. Because the HVAC is getting replaced. This was scheduled. This is not like okay. things went terrible like during the... Like the Duke the... Energy during Christmas. No, no, no. no. It, was not, it was not that. <laughs> this was planned, scheduled, and we have, like, gas and electric, so things are cool. Yeah. Well... Things are fine. But while they're doing the changeover, it's a little chilly in there. My guys, Johnny and Dean, taking care of it at the homestead right now. I did chat with all the guys. I'm going to have to leave at some point. Can I make sure, you know, what do you need from me? I also have large dogs. I was going to say, throw a treat for the dog maybe while you're there. It's, man, it is super. I love my dogs. And my dogs love most people. But the problem is my dogs are humongous. Yeah. And they look like they, like, eat humans. Yeah. And when they bark, and, like, whereas most dogs bark, I mean, most dogs' barks are somewhat annoying, especially if they're incessant and nonstop, right? Right. My dog's bark usually means like, oh, there's a person. I'd like to see them. Yeah. But it sounds like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. I want to eat your face. I will rip the flesh <laughs> off your bones if you come any closer. Right. Terrifying. Um, that's what it translates to us to most people. So, hope things are going well back there. Yeah. I hope the dogs are staying in their area and not barking too much. See, the funny things about dogs, I love dogs, but the smaller ones with the higher chirpy ones, sometimes you got to worry more about them yes. actually doing it. Because i got a big dog, too, and it's yeah. Mostly the big dogs that, that I've found are, are mostly harmless, but they just are a little more intimidating. Yeah. So um, shout out to my guys, Johnny and Dean. I also feel bad. This uh, I don't know if you feel me on this. I've, this is my first time really being a homeowner. I was a renter. Yeah. Partly because I love to not worry about problems. Sure. And I love knowing that nothing better than, uh-oh, something went wrong. Somebody else got to fix it. It's in my house and it's not even my fault. Now, yep. like sometimes <laughs> getting them to fix it at the right time and getting them to think it's as urgent as you, but like, especially when something like the, the heat goes out, like, oh, that's not my problem. I'm yep. just going to call the guy that uh, whose problem it is. Now I'm having to deal with all these things. So I deal with like multiple places, getting estimates and mm-hmm. you got different family members recommending different people. But I see all these folks when they come to the house and a lot of them are like, hey man, Recognize your voice for the radio, right? Yeah. So then I end up talking to these people, but now I'm giving shout outs to Johnny and Dean, and my guy Craig is out there yeah. listening on the radio. It's like, well, why didn't I get the call on well, this? Well, hey, one? maybe you can give me a recommendation because I'm a first time homeowner and I've got a back deck. Oh, that's wow. huge, like the backyard, nice. and it all needs replaced. So okay. it looks all like money, but yeah. yeah I, just, I got people, but well, I just feel bad because there's a lot of good people out there, and I can only use one at a time. Uh huh. Yeah. I try and spread it around. But anyway, it's expensive. As we said, North Carolina sports are hot. So let's talk about it. Let's get out the gate. They're off. We're off, and we're off to a 2-0 start in North Carolina Bowl Week. Bowl Week. Across America, it is the season to celebrate college football. From city to city, the passion is unrivaled. Coast to coast and beyond, the nation comes alive for Capital One Bowl Week. 
free advertising for Capital One. But, uh, you know, when they put their name all over Bowl Week, they're going to get some uh, residual love there. Yeah. It is North Carolina Bowl Week. It started last Friday. It ends this Friday. Started with a win in the Gasparilla Bowl, I believe, for Wake Forest. Continued last night with a win for East Carolina. Pride of the Carolinas. Getting it done over Coastal Carolina, those pretenders and frauds down in South Carolina, (laughs) in the Birmingham Bowl. I mean, it would have been more fun if this was the Myrtle Beach Bowl. I mean, having the whole ECU fan base. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Uh, descend upon Myrtle Beach to take on Coastal Carolina. That could have been interesting. But anyway, Birmingham was good enough. ECU 53, Coastal 29. And can I say it? And it wasn't that close. Right. Um, Early on, the score was closer and the stats were out of whack. ECU was putting up way more numbers. Um, Finally, the score reflected it. Holden Naylor's quarterback going out in his final game. Five passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown for good measure. (laughs) And he even directed the band. This is what it sounded like. And here's where I admit I I don't know the words to the ECU fight song. So my bad, uh, ECU Pirates out there. But you couldn't see it in the video there. But that... (laughs) was a band playing under the lead of quarterback Holton Naylor's playing himself out. Congratulations, getting the win he wanted. Uh, we talked about it with Patrick Johnson yesterday. They won a bowl game. They got to a bowl game last year. They didn't, didn't get to play that bowl game because Boston College had to back out with COVID. So even though you know they had made that step of making a bowl game, this felt bigger because not only do you play the bowl game, you win it, you go out on top, you get another win. Uh, you get another win... <laughs> In the in the column, and then you get to go out high note for ECU and uh, hold nailers. I'm now. Ge- oh, are you I'm, getting messages I'm getting, I'm about getting the messages. Eastern thing from yesterday? No, 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 okay. no. I'm getting messages about my HVAC, <laughs> saying that my life isn't that hard. Oh, I'm more. I, it was more because I was just giving shout outs to people on the radio, and right. I feel bad that other people listening on the radio are getting their feelings hurt. Uh, that's all it was. ECU didn't punt until the fourth quarter. And when they did punt, it got blocked. So it was like, uh, maybe don't do that again. Right. And, in fact, that was the only time it got a little bit dicey late. Uh, uh, Coastal scored, got it to a 16-point game, which was technically like a two-score game. And you're like, uh-oh, if they get the ball back and they score again, do things get tight? No worries. Uh, Holden Naylor threw another deep pass, got in scoring position again, scored again. 53-29 the final. ECU wins it running away. Coach Mike Houston talked specifically about what this win means for getting the program back on track. Huge step tonight. Eighth win, just the most since, I don't know, 13-14. First bowl victory since 13. Um, tenth bowl victory in, in program history. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of big achievements tonight. And it's the perfect way for this senior class to go out. Uh, it really is. It w- the, the only thing that would have made 
ECU, I mean, obviously, you know, going undefeated would have been the best, right? If ECU could have hit the field goal at the end of the game against NC State, then this would have been a near-perfect season for them, right? Beating the in-state rival NC State, that would have been a ECU is back statement game. Like, that's when ECU is rolling, they're knocking off. Uh, an NC State or a UNC or a Virginia Tech or uh, you know South Carolina or somebody like that or a West Virginia. That's that's when ECU's back. Then they go do well in their conference. They win eight, nine, or ten games, and they go to a bowl game and they give somebody trouble there. So that's the only thing that kept this, in my eyes, from being basically a perfect uh, ECU season. I know there's other games that they could have won. I think they lost another one uh, due to kicking, but nothing would have meant as much as the NC State win. But congratulations to them on the uh, turnaround. Today... In North Carolina Bowl Week, we are currently a military bowl pregame show. Why is there no bowl game on at noon, by the way? I know. It's noon, and it's the week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. I should have football on. And day drinking, like and, we talked about. And there should be day drinking. <laughs> I have no excuse to day drink. I can't day drink and watch Sports Center. No. That's not socially acceptable, <laughs> but if there's a football game on, right. I can do it. It's fine. Actually, I'll tell you why uh, we're, we don't have a game at noon in just a little bit. But we are a military bowl pregame show duke versus central florida 2 p.m eastern first meeting ever between these two teams kevin brown on the play-by-play hudson mason the analyst and marilyn payne who we talked to yesterday is the sideline coach i'm gonna play this whole audio from duke football it's a video they put out kind of like they're you know the big thing now before you play a game you drop a hype video but this hype video includes a lot of audio and it basically shows the difference in how Duke was talked about between the time Mike Elko was hired and the season started ah. and how Duke was talked about once the season started towards the end of the season. So it's a little long, but I thought it was worth it. Duke probably has not been talked about enough this year. I know uh, we talked about it with Maryland yesterday. Yes, Mike Elko won coach of the year. Yes, he deserved it. We still probably aren't talking about Duke winning eight games enough. So in order to correct that just a little bit, Here's uh, the audio from the Duke hype video that they dropped with, again, the change in conversation about Duke football that has happened in the past year. Mike Elko. I mean, voluntarily walking in to take over this gig. Duke, Mike Elko. Love Mike. But, man, that roster is about as talented as, as, you know, me eating a hot dog. Duke, baby. You got a seven. Come on, Flint, Michigan, Mega Bowl, boys. Nobody's taking Duke seriously. Let's go. Ah! Here we go, here we go. Duke has lost 17 of its last 18 ACC games. It is a far ways away from what it was. When you turn them on, it wasn't if they're going to lose. Right. How bad are they going to lose? Duke football, it is a tough, tough thing to turn around, to get consistent. You know, one ACC win would be cool. The Blue Devils roll past Temple 30 to nothing as the Elko era is underway in a big way. Not just a basketball area anymore. Duke is 2-0 and the Blue Devils are the big surprise there. They just got more athletic. Technically, they're better. Riley Leonard might be even more athletic than Daniel Jones oh, yeah. was. Within this system, within the things that Duke is now doing, they're playing at such a high level. They lost 13 straight in league play. Goodbye to that one as they thump the Cavaliers 38-17. to Duke is ahead of schedule. I would not think that Duke would be where they're at, man. The Duke Blue Devils. 
Rivers become bowl eligible for the first time since 2018. Mike Elko took this Duke team to a spot where people were wondering, man, you're, you're in a bowl game. Are y'all going to do more? Get up here. Let's go. Yeah. Duke has continued to grind. And today, a mighty, impressive 24-7 victory. How about the work of Mike Elko? 11 months after Nina King hired Mike Elko, he wins eight games. You can't help but be happy for this bunch. Everything they've been through. What a moment for Mike Elko. What a moment for this football program. There it is. I think that says it all. The fun, You can't really tell from the audio unless you're really paying attention to the voice. But the funniest part is like the some of the people that were in the first part of it we're the same people in the second part yeah. talking about. It. And look, that's what we're, people are paid to fill time talking about sports on TV and radio. They're going to say, oh, man, I think Duke's, I, I can't see Duke winning the game. And then three months they're going to be like, Duke looks like one of the best teams in the Coastal Division. Right? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. the nature of the job. I'm not calling them out. But it is kind of funny to see it in there. But well done by the Duke staff to showing how much the conversation has changed. There was nobody, no one that said, I could see Duke getting eight wins this year. Like, the most optimistic about Duke would have been 500 at yeah. best. And I didn't even, I'm not, I didn't see that. And I wouldn't have been that optimistic about it. It is incredible what they've done. I'll talk to Chip Patterson a little bit later about the turn. It's what they've done is incredible, deserves a lot of credit. The big question is, once you go from four wins or three wins, two, from going from two or three or four wins to six or seven or eight wins is awesome, but you see a lot of programs do that. We see that a lot of times in the state of North Carolina. What we don't see a lot of is when you start making six, seven, eight win seasons, nine, ten, and eleven win seasons. That's another thing. Much credit to what they've done. That's another thing that's very hard to do at a school like Duke's. We'll uh, hope to see it, and we'll see if that continues. Um, also tonight at 8 o'clock on Fox, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Uh, just a little insight here. The reason we don't have a bowl game at noon is because this is one of the rare bowl games that ESPN does not control. Oh. When ESPN controls the whole slate, they spread them all out. So you get one game at a time. But, but this UNC game is on Fox, so it's at 8 o'clock, even mm-hmm. though there's another bowl game starting right at 9 o'clock. That's why Fox doesn't care about ESPN's little plan nope. of spreading the bowl games out. UNC versus Oregon. Also, the first time these two teams have ever played. So a lot of first-time matchups. Gus Johnson on the play-by-play. Joel Klatt is the analyst. And Bo Nix, the Oregon quarterback, almost got sabotaged by Mac Brown. Did you hear this? We learned it from Mac Brown himself. You know, I was going to say yesterday we were on the ship, and Dan and I and Bo were touring together. And Bo was going up the steps in front of me. And I started to grab his ankle. <laughs> and I thought there were too many cameras. And I didn't want to hurt him bad. Just It's just one game, you know. So, But but I, I, I hung in there. God looked at me and said, no, brother, you can't do that. And, in fact, uh, I think the yeah, last time we that's were That's good. Mac Brown, considering. Wow. Twisting the guy's ankle. I mean, he's obviously kidding there. Yes. But, still but he said it a, out loud. Still kind of a weird thing to say. Kind right? of one of those things you keep in the uh, you know, yeah. in your head. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, they, I guess they were touring a um, aircraft carrier, presumably the same one that the UNC basketball team played on years ago. Yeah. And Mac Brown said he almost uh, grabbed Bo Nix's ankle. Anyway. Okay. All right. And so those are the games today. We'll see if uh, North Carolina as a state can go from 2-0, and Wake Forest and ECU getting wins, to 4-0. and uh, hope to get win. Oh, excuse me. Also, three and zero North Carolina Central. Also, Celebration Bowl. Uh, 
Gasparilla Bowl win, Birmingham Bowl last night, and then we got two more today, military, holiday. That could take us to 5-0. and Duke's Mayo Bowl is our last one on Friday. That one's noon on ESPN, Maryland versus NC State. We'll talk some more about this one tomorrow to preview Friday's game. But uh, remember, the all-time series between State and Maryland, 33-33-4. and four. So this is for bragging rights, baby. Yeah. Uh, but that is North Carolina Bowl Week, your look. Next up, getting out the gate. Something big happened in the NBA last night. Do you remember yesterday we were talking about there's like a superstar team problem? There mm-hmm. aren't, there's not a Miami Heat or a uh, Golden State Warriors in their heyday. Quite tight team. You know, the Lakers are off. They've got some stars, but they're not great. Brooklyn Nets are maybe riding the ship and turning into kind of a superstar team. And then there's team like the Celtics that are delivering on what should be a good team. Jason Tatum's a superstar. But even Jason Tatum, not quite as electric a superstar in terms of, like, moving the needle beyond basketball, right? He's been playing incredible basketball. One dude who moves the needle, and we talked about he is worth the price of admission, and they would love to see a guy like this in the conference finals and in an NBA finals, is Luka Doncic. He has become must-watch basketball every night, not only the way he plays, but, like, he's fun with it. He's he's gesturing to his uh, teammates when he fakes out a guy. Yeah. He plays with spirit and enthusiasm. It's he fun. smiles. It's fun. And it doesn't hurt to me. This is t- true with uh, Nikola Jokic, too. Neither one of these guys look like, obviously, they're in better shape than I am, right? <laughs> but neither one of them look like they are just spending eight hours a day in the offseason chiseling their bodies, right? Yeah. Like, Luca looks a little bit like the dude at the Y that's really good. Because yeah. he used to play in college, but he's kind of pudgy now. Right. He but likes it, a beer, too. But it works for Luca too, because um, he uses his size kind of to his advantage. But he just doesn't look like some perfectly refined athlete. So he just looks like he's not, I mean, he's obviously very athletic, but he's not soaring through the air dunking on people as much as it's like timing, body, obviously an incredible shooter, craftiness, a, a flair, a touch, all those things that he has. That's fantastic. Well, last night, it resulted in, a 60-point, 21-rebound, 10-assist game, and a 126-120 win, overtime win over the Knicks. That's one of the coolest things about it is. Scoring a bunch of points is awesome. I mean, watching Kobe Bryant put up 83 is amazing just because it's like, it's almost a feat just to get up enough shots to score that many points. Like, just to get off the shots regardless if they go in. So it's like fun to watch that. But I'm pretty sure that they won that game in a blowout, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They needed every one of Lucas' points. He was not just filling it up in garbage time or just getting buckets to get buckets. They needed his points, including they were down nine points with 30 seconds left, and he scored six points Wow! and had an assist in the comeback, including a missed free throw that he caught himself in the air and put back. Here's what the game tying basket sounded like for Luca. You make him go back right. I don't think it's as easy. Nice play there. No, I think I sent you the wrong link there. That's my bad. Uh, but I meant to send you the link of him. At the, at the very end, he's he's got three free throws, but he misses one. So he makes one, and he's got to miss uh, for an extra point. And he gets the ball back himself and puts it back in to tie it to send to overtime. But even more, forget the play-by-play. That's not important. What's important is, after the game, Luca, who still has a flair for the dramatic, told us exactly what he wanted. 
60 points, 20 boards, never, it never happened, baby. How's it feel right now? I'm tired as hell. <laughs> you can rest later. You're young. I need to recover your beer. Oh, we can handle that. Uh, I'm tired <laughs> as hell. I need a recovery beer. There you go. Yeah, 60 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists. It's the first ever 60-point, 20-rebound, 10-assist game in the NBA. It's the second triple-double, 60-point triple-double ever. James Harden had one in 2018. It's the first 60-point, 20-rebound game since Shaq had it in 2000. And the 60 points are the highest ever for a Dallas Maverick. Um, He is something to watch. And again, it's always cooler when all of these stats were not just padded, right? Every assist... Every rebound, every basket was made, including on the final sequence where he got a rebound and a basket. Uh, And so he just went out and filled it up. Yes, haters, it did go into overtime, so he did have an extra five minutes to get some of these points. I don't care. Uh, It was incredible. And I don't even know anything else that happened in the NBA last night, but this is all I saw everybody talking about. Yeah. Uh, And I wouldn't watch the highlight. He's, He's just fun to watch. He's fun to watch the way he plays the game. And finally, getting out the gate, not seven, not eight, but nine wins in a row for the Carolina Hurricanes. Last night, it was a shutout. Uh, they got goals from Martin Natchez. The... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The greatest goal scorer in Kane's history, apparently. He's, and he's just tearing it up once well, again. Well, he's been on fire this season. Which, yes, and it's been it's been cool to see after last season where even up, right up to his exit interview, yeah. you couldn't tell... If, if he was quite mad at himself, mad at the coaching staff, if he was, like, unhappy with the team, unhappy with the fit, whatever it is, they worked it out in the offseason. They did. Uh, because he is uh, lighting it up this year and good for him for doing it, and it's obviously good for the Canes. Yes, for Foss got a goal. And then Jordan Martinook. You want to talk about someone who's really he, on fire. He's, uh, apparent, I think he's right behind Ovechkin and Gordie Howe for, like, the all-time scoring yes. lead right now. Jordan Martinook tracking down Gretzky. Um, he's another dude. Who, look, I'll be the first to admit, much like Duke football, anybody who says they saw this coming, lies. I think you're lying. Yep. And there's no bigger Jordan Martinook fan here, and the, the, than there is here. And I don't get. I'm not deep up, deep enough into hockey to be able to answer these questions. But I felt like there were fair discussions about are the things that Jordan Martinook brings to the team, which is leadership, camaraderie, chemistry in a way that, like, if you know this team, you know that's part of why they're good. They play for each other. They play for the coach. They play for the team. They play for the fans. They play for the city. I, that, it's a little cheeky, hokey to say that, but, like, there is some truth in that. It that is. They build a culture, and Jordan Martinook is a culture guy. And I think there are fair questions asking, do the – do the pros that Jordan Martinuk brings in intangible, are they being outweighed by maybe him not bringing as much on the ice? Right. And he has put that all to bed. Uh, again, I don't know hockey deep enough to know exactly how much this matters, but it seems like when a line is just gelling, it almost feels like a, 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 an offensive line in football. Mm-hmm. You don't always it, – it always helps to have – great players on the offensive line. Like, Jordan yeah. Stahl is a great player, even if he doesn't put up huge number of points. And that's how you can see it is usually his lines do well, even if he doesn't mm-hmm. have the best stats. So if you're an offensive line and you just 
You know each other's tendencies. You know each other's moves. You work together as one. Uh, you can be a great unit, even if you aren't the five best offensive linemen in yeah. your league or division or whatever. And I feel like that's how it works with Jordan Stahl. Like oh, yeah. He, that Stahl um, line's been amazing this people, year. People just enjoy playing with him. He's a smart guy. He knows mm-hmm. the game. And they they um, they go after it in what I would call like a Rod Brendamore style. They, yeah. get, they bring energy to their line every time. So um, good on Jordan Martin for getting good done. Also, it was very cool to see. Uh, Auntie Ranta getting the shutout last night. I didn't put all five of those goals on him last time, but it's it was just a little deflating to have a six two lead. Look like you're gonna you know laugh your way into the the Christmas season and yeah. not even have to worry about the third period, and then deflating to give up three goals like that. Yeah. So it's nice to see Ranta snap back with a uh, with uh, a shutout, and because uh, again, as much as it's awesome to feel like. Pyotr Kuchnetkov is uh, blossoming early. Mm-hmm. You want as many healthy goalies playing at top level as you can because Absolutely. you never know when you're going to be out one. Nope. And we learned that lesson last year. So as, as much as, uh, great, I'm great. If, if Kuch can be the number one guy and he can get it done, let's go with it. But having Antti Ranta play great, even if it means we got to make some decisions about who goes where, is Doesn't not a bad hurt. thing, right? Yep. Um, have, watching guys have and maintain confidence in their games, I think is an important thing for them. Your heart, it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. Wake Med Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.